Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music in our show. You can check out their stuff at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the use of the ambient sounds that he provides. You can check out his stuff at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well at www.diebythesordpodcast.com where you can check out our cast bios, character sketches, our merch store, and more. As always, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. with the soundboard oh it's still grooving (laughs) (laughs) i like it i like it (laughs) what's up guys it's been like you know six months since we got together (laughs) man it feels like it (laughs) i shaved my beard man dude (laughs) i mean keith over here traveling all over the place yeah man traveling all over the united states huh Mm -hmm. yeah so where'd you go you went to Colorado went to Colorado. That was a, that was to go skiing. And then I went to Phoenix, Tucson, and then Oklahoma. Oh, to all the uh, bases, the air force and uh, army bases around there. Okay. Okay. Oh, I thought you can cool. say the bastions of culture, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, Yeah. Just for work. It was it wasn't very fun. <laughs> it's work. All I was the just time. about to ask, did you do anything at those at any of those places? No. Nope. It's 10, 12 hour days when we travel. So it's no fun. Oh, I know. I missed did I missed you... you guys. I'd rather be podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I have a T-shirt. <laughs> I'd rather be podcasting. Yeah, Heck you yeah. took your microphone and stuff with you. You're just working so much. We never actually had a chance to record. Yeah, no. Yep, because it's uh it's uh working all day and then writing up what you found at night. So I thought I was going to have chances to do it, but my boss was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, hmm. <laughs> too much." Put to that do. nerd stuff down. <laughs> Just slaps it out of your hands. <laughs> what are you doing what in here? What is this microphone? <laughs> Get that out of here. You can't be talk a with normal your friends. American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it's so great to see you guys. Did you try any interesting food or anything at any of those places at least? Uh, no, I tried the new, Man. S- the new flavors at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> oh shit. What's, what's that? Dang. What flavors are they? Uh, it's like a honey garlic and like a, like a crazy spicy, like habanero something. Oh, it was really good. The honey mm. garlic was weird. The habanero. Oh. Yeah, it was super good. Yeah. But my mouth was on fire and I was I was like runny nose for like two hours afterwards. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a whip. Remind me, reminds me of uh, 
So many, many, many years ago, I worked on a pilot for a new series that was going to air on Comedy Central called The Bush House. Um, and it was about the, the life of President George W. Bush after he was president, you know, what he's doing now, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we went out to Buffalo Wild Wings, the cast did, uh, one of these days and I'm sitting at this table with this George Bush impersonator and he gets the mango habanero wings. He does not do spice like at all. (laughs) And so he is literally running around the restaurant begging for milk from anyone who will listen to him. Isn't that their hottest flavor? It's one of their hottest ones. And so, yeah, it's just funny seeing everyone you know, get the president some milk, get the president some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him die. Oh, man. And then, like, what if it messed up, like, his vocal cords and stuff to be able to act and stuff? <laughs> oh, right. So hot. Just burn, yeah. burn his mouth up. <laughs> that would be bad. It was quite funny to see him running around like that, though. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, speaking that- of acting stuff. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, is that clip still on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is. I think I still use part of it in my demo reel, too. Uh, I don't know if you can find it. Is it? Let me look. I'm going to look now and see if that's still up there. It's just searching for the bush house. Well, speaking of acting stuff while you look. Uh, so what about this um, Fallout thing that uh, that you're in? Or can we talk about that? Uh, they're still working on it as far as I know. Um, they had another project that uh, that came up that they needed to do sooner. So they started working on it instead. But all of season one has been fully recorded. They just got to work on doing the animation to go with the, the vocals. Oh, man. So hopefully that'll be... Sometime soon, because she said she's going to be working on it this year. But in the meantime, with that, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned, I've been working voiceover stuff for a Steam mod for Final Fantasy IX. Ooh. Oh, dang. Love Final Fantasy. Played a lot of uh, Irish characters in that. My dog's like that. <laughs> Keith, have you played Final Fantasy IX? Um, I think a little bit. My favorite is Final Fantasy VII for sure. Okay. I've probably played could... like 500 hours into that game. Oh, nice. Yeah. And see if you could guess who Gary plays in nine. Oh, yeah. I don't know it that well. Yeah, I've got three characters so far. Just smaller little one scenes here and there. That's awesome, dude. All Irish. <laughs> and yes, the Bush House is still up on YouTube. So if you're curious about, you know. Be careful searching that, that though. The, <laughs> Boy. Yes. <laughs> type correctly. Type correctly. Where? It's just trying to watch Snatch. <laughs> Uh, I really do wish that show would have gotten picked up because that would have been a lot of fun to do all the time. 
and it filmed here in mm-hmm. in the area. Yeah, we shot here in Dallas. Oh, that's cool. So it's got like a it's got a whole trailer pretty much on or what they call is a sizzle reel. So scenes from all of season one pretty much put together. So the whole season was shot? No, we were going to film a full pilot uh, uh-huh. and send that in. But then as they were looking for it to be picked up, uh, the studios were requesting a sizzle reel. So they wanted more of what the season would look like. So oh, they put okay. highlights of what, you know, episodes from throughout the the season would be. And we shot just those little scenes from the different episodes. Gotcha. gotcha. So they just pick, they just picked the best ones that they thought would kind of show what the season would portray. Yes. Okay. That's cool. It's a very interesting way to do that. <laughs> Is it true you played Lee Harvey Oswald's grandson? <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I played the uh New head of his uh, Secret Service detail. So you were black suited up, Sun- the the with the uh, yeah the earpiece and the sun- yeah, yeah it was yeah. And it's not really th- throwing anything out there that isn't in the trailer. Uh, uh, he got the job because he was riding his bike on his way to uh, take the test to be a Secret Service agent. And George W. Bush ran over him with his truck. Ah, classic. <laughs> classic. So, hey, would you like to be my blank, blank check scenario? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have, I have a question. Why do, why do all the servicemen have to look down when they're listening to their headset? They always have to. Look down. It's the same reason you turn your radio down when you're driving. (laughs) Yeah, and you're looking for the address. I got to turn the radio down so it can be better. That's right. It increases your focus. Yeah, it's a lot of sensory input, I guess. (laughs) So what else has everybody else been up to? I mean, it's been a while since we've seen each other. It has been. Let's see. Uh, we finished up our cornhole season. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? How'd would, this, would, where'd y'all come in? Same as same as last year. Yeah, third regular <laughs> season, and then lost in the second round of the playoffs for the tournament for the second year in a row. All right. Well, third's not bad. How many? Uh, well, third out of how many? Sixteen Six. teams this year. Oh, we'll yeah. see. We'd only lost what two games the whole season. And then we get to the the tournament, and this guy shows up on this team that hasn't been there like ever, but apparently was on their roster. <laughs> and they just bench wipe warmers. the floor with us. <laughs> yeah. So did you not have to like check his ID or anything? You just. I mean, the team that they uh... beat before us complained, and so they had to verify that he was actually on their roster, which they verified that he was. He just he hadn't been there. Did they verify he was not a professional? Well, no. see, he lives he lives in another city. So yeah, he, he drove in from he Austin. He only came in for this. <laughs> so I had no idea Cornell had ringers. 
Right? They do. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. How do you like your profession to be cornhole ringer? Sound I mean, dirty. the world's <laughs> oldest profession. Right. <laughs> 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 Trying to segue winning and losing and putting it through a Pathfinder lens. But I don't know how you win and lose in Pathfinder. It's like being a level five party and going up against level five monsters. And it's, you know, you win or lose. It's pretty evenly matched, not a problem. But all of a sudden, you're fighting a level 15 monster. Surprise! That's true. <laughs> that, w- that would be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Austin dude's your level 15 monster. Right? <laughs> I hate when the big bad shows up before his time. It's terrible. Right, exactly. I think I'm more annoyed that like the I was looking forward to meeting up with one of our other friends teams because they beat us during the regular season. We wanted a rematch against them in the tournament. We didn't get it. Oh, well. we did not get that. Oh. Was it single elimination? Yes. Oh. Dang, that's kind of rough for cornhole. It's just so no, you don't want a smooth through. cornhole, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want it bumpy? <laughs> <laughs> when did I eat corn? <laughs> that is one of the team names, I think, though. <laughs> we do have some interesting team names. <laughs> what was your team name? Sexual innuendo. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Our friend's team name is Your Hole is Our Goal. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to think of other dirty hole innuendos. Corny Dills in well, your area. We had one team that was the <laughs> Corn Stars. Yeah. Corn Hub. Corn mm-hmm. Hub. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other ones were there? Slob on my cob. (laughs) (laughs) Please do that next year. (laughs) The team that won was the teabaggers. Yes. I think somebody should just mix it up and call themselves like a regular team name. No pun. (laughs) The Eagles. Yes, the Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) just to be different yes okay so next year since you guys are already in a team Philip Keith we're going to be slobbing my cob (laughs) (laughs) I'm down (laughs) alright but I need to find a ringer (laughs) I hear there's one in Austin (laughs) right and we're going to try to keep like the perfect uh, record to beat to meet them up in the first round and then bring the ringer and put them out first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do this every year. <laughs> well we won't be there for the tournament this time for the next no. we are going to be in Ireland. Ooh. Oh already. Ireland. Yep, that'll be the Last week of July, first week of August. You guys are really going far abroad to find a ringer of your own. 
<laughs> Wait, that's the ring and carry. Oh no. <laughs> Seamus O'Cobb. So yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know how to segue all the cornhole talk back into Pathfinder though. Well, in the corn path. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was like, Keith's camera's doing something very artsy. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Does this thing come with filters? Let's find out. <laughs> oh, that hat's not a filter? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I in my office, I also have my costume closet. So there's like a whole boatload of costumes over there. And yet this is the first time he's brought out a costume piece. Right, I thought it was just because the Mario movie was out and he was wearing it. There is that. Yes. Who all seen like, I the Mario you just got movie. It for that. <laughs> yes. I loved it. It's pretty good. Yeah. The, uh, the peaches song was clearly the best thing. <laughs> have you seen the breakdown or the chord pro- progression? Yes. I, have. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil anything, but I'll just say Jack Black knew what he was doing. <laughs> I don't think you could get a better casting choice than him as Bowser. I, I agree. Perfect. Yeah. Could he use it a little more Luigi? That's always good. Hold on. Oh, he's getting his Luigi hat. Uh, getting Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes out with a princess that that oh. crown princess <laughs> crown thing. Hey, oh, he does have, the, he does have Luigi. Luigi. He does have Luigi. <laughs> There it is. What What about <laughs> Waluigi and Wario? Yeah, you got those? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't have those. Oh. I only have Mario and Luigi. No Bowser, no Toad. <laughs> no, but I do have a dinosaur. <laughs> Doesn't everyone Yoshi. have a dinosaur costume? <laughs> <laughs> he disappears and comes back with a Master Chief helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dress Up with John. <laughs> Figured out something to do for the YouTube channel. Right? If it gets and slow, I'm I breaking to... out the boas. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got the peaches stong stuck in my head. Well, it's very easy to do that. <laughs> but anyway, we've... We yacked on for 26 minutes already. I suppose we should probably start talking Pathfinder stuff. That is why we're here. Despite my outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting into a character. Uh, So, yeah, even though it's been like, you know, half a year since we recorded. um, Who remembers what happened last time? We beat up some guy whose head was a monster of some sort. I want to say tentacles. Oh, yeah. It exploded, yes. So you saw what happens when those slug spawn creatures actually infest themselves into the body. They took him over, and so when you defeated him it caused the slug spawn to spawn 
<laughs> and it was not too happy from what I remember. No, it was no. not. And then when you defeated that tentacly creature, more slug spawn emerged from it and tried to infest you as well. But I believe you were all able to get rid of them. Oh, no yeah, spawn. I do see that in the notes. Some of them Three slithered of them. away. Because it released eight of them, but only four of them came after you. Oh, okay. The other four are hiding in the wings. They've escaped into the house somewhere. Uh Uh-oh. And then, uh, I know Thwip, I almost said Chabert. (laughs) I remember he took a lot of charisma damage, and so I feel like that might be a problem for him, being that, uh, you know, swashbuckler and all. He don't need no stinking charisma. Yeah. <laughs> that may be a problem. So the question is, can we get it back? That would be something like a restoration. lesser restoration or restoration. Okay. Okay. Does it come back naturally? I forget. No. Uh, when you rest, I believe you heal one point back. Okay. So it's going to take a while. Yeah. Well, just four nights. <laughs> four if lonely, you have somebody with the medicine or heal uh, skill that can tend to your wounds all evening, then they can you can heal back two per night. Oh, that's right. There is no such thing as Nurse Diego, just FYI. Yes, but there is <laughs> Nurse Grubert because he has a 15 in heal. Wait, oh, is, there dang, nurse, all right. is there a Nurse John in that closet? <laughs> well. <laughs> Next we see John in the sexy nurse outfit. <laughs> oh, no, it's not going to be sexy. Sorry. Ratchet. <laughs> the other exciting thing that happened, though, uh, is you all leveled up. Oh, yes. We sure did. We've reached a new points. New points. Level, Level 10. 10 baby. Double digits. The big one. Oh. How I'll tell you that, n- that 9 to 10 gap was a lot. That took a <laughs> it long was. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to get hey, more, more and more points to no, level up. And by the end of the book, you'll be level 11. <laughs> oh. But does that mean we get to roll for hit points? You do. We also get new features. New feats. How strong you all are now. Well, it depends on who you are. What you leveled up at. What if somebody dipped someplace else? That's possible. All right. So speaking of those uh, leveling ups, who wants to go first? 
I can go first. All right. What? Let's go ahead and roll hit points first. Okay. Uh, what is your hit die? It is D10. D10. All right. Rolling the D10. I got five. I got a nine. Heck yeah. What nifty stuff does Jenny get at this level? Well, Jenny is actually going into a prestige class. The Eldritch Knight. So, um, I get to uh, add my uh, Eldritch Knight levels to fighter or arcane spellcasting. But I'm still sorcerer level 8. So, this doesn't take effect until my next level in Eldritch Knight. So, um, okay. Still level 8. And since I didn't do any, um, I didn't get any new spells or anything, I went ahead and, and at this level, uh, switched my spells up. So, some things went away, and I got some new things. Some new spells coming from Jenny. You didn't get rid of the pit, did you? I did get rid of the pit. <gasps> oh no. That's been so useful. We're pitiless. I mean, uh, pitiless. Pit- we've lost our pit. <laughs> <laughs> but I still got haste. And um, I have this new one that might come in handy because it's a communal spell uh, protection from arrows. Oh, Ooh. that could be good. For all those arrow flinging demons. I mean, (laughs) if you could throw some in there with some bows and arrows, that'd be great. (laughs) I mean, it's always possible. Uh, I mean, if you if you do think about it, your main bad guys you've been chasing are a cult. So I'm sure there's some bow and arrow wielding cultists. Some mooks. So yeah, that's it's it's not uh, very. I don't get a whole lot of stuff, but um, it uh, it gets me in that prestige class. We'll see what we can do with that. Our first prestige class, I believe, of the pod. So, for the listeners that don't know what prestige class means, could you uh, explain that to them? No, can you? <laughs> no, I uh, was actually hoping you'd explain it to me. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just that I could do it sounds that. expensive. It sounds expensive. <laughs> it's a class level you can take with a lot of prestige. Yeah, I'm, I'm fancy now. But uh, I think, yeah, different classes can do different things. You just have to meet some requirements. You have to put um, uh, like skill points. You have to have a certain number of skill points for uh, some stuff. Um, yeah, but there there's specializations that you can take. Essentially, that you have to have certain uh, requirements before you can take them. Um, but they help you specialize in a certain area. 
Yeah, like this one, you had to, you had to, uh, you have to multi-class because you need to be a fighter or an equivalent to a fighter and uh, a spellcaster. Um, since I had cavalier and sorcerer, uh, it worked out. Mm-hmm. And then by taking them, you get some nifty abilities that are very specialized to what you do. Yeah, now I can, I can, I get two hits around. What else do you get with your 10th level? I mean, like I said, it's, it's not a whole lot in 10. It'll be, I think I'll get more stuff in 11. I think, I hope just to get new spells (laughs) at 11. That's good. Yeah, for for mine, it was I was expecting it to be like, oh, 10. That's like the big one. like we're saying. And I was like, oh, it's not a whole lot for the swashbuckler, at least. I feel like nine is sometimes a bigger level than 10 is for a lot of things. Yeah. All right, so that it for Jenny's level up, essentially. Yes. Has she rolled her hit points? Yes. Yes, we did that first. She got nine new hit points. All right. Who would like to go next? Keith, you want to go next? (laughs) Sure. I'll go. So... So with level 10, kind of what you were saying, I don't get a whole lot of stuff, but I did open some spell slots. So hey. uh, so I added kind of like uh, what Philip was saying. I got a communal spell as well called Protection from Energy. Oh. And energy includes acid, cold, electricity, fire, and sonic damage. So I thought that Damn. would come in. That would come into play because, I mean, I think we've, fight a lot of things that you know cold and fire for sure mm-hmm. so i thought that would be kind of cool and then is, uh is that the spell that basically gives each person like so many hit points worth of yep of that says, energy that they can take yep it says 12 per level um so i guess that would be 120 point shield mm-hmm. but that's oh, split that's not per person right no that's per person wow. but it but that's a lot but i can split it i can split it if i want to Oh, so you can do it all at one person, or you yeah. can just split it up between a couple people. I believe that's how it works. That sounds right. Yeah, because that's when I was reading it. It said you could split it as well, so that'd be mm-hmm. kind of cool. So, but I mean, if I put if if like Diego's going in and they're throwing fireballs at him, I'm like, you know, here's a 120 point shield. Go to town. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. uh no cat's going to get uh, burnt on my watch, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no flame no, shall touch you. That's right. No sizzled fur for him. So, and then for the fifth slot, uh, I added uh, Wall of Thorns, okay. which uh, since he's getting rid of the pit, it's kind of it's kind of similar to a pit. I can surround somebody, and if they want to get through it, they have to make a strength check. And so if I'm trapping like a mage or something that doesn't have a high strength, they're kind of just stuck there. They can either, (laughs) they can either slowly try to get through it, which is going to take them forever, or, you know, they're going to have to take damage to get through it. So, 
Um, and then uh, the other fifth level I took was Fire Snake, Ooh. which is pretty, which is pretty sweet because uh, most of the time when you're trying to cast Fireball, you know all your people are in, are in the fight anyway, so you're hitting everybody. But this one I can maneuver it around in a in like a snake like figure, so you guys can go to town and I can just you know make it make it the shape that I need to to hit the other people and keep you guys safe. That's nifty. Oh, that sounds pretty badass. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And uh, and for my level up, the only thing I really got uh, kind of feature wise was I can now wild shape four times a day instead of three times a day. So I don't really wild shape three times a day as it is. So <laughs> it's not a huge <laughs> big deal, but but that was my other feature that I got. But hey, you might. I might. I mean, you never know these fights. You know, we keep hitting them. Mm-hmm. I keep having to change into different animals. We, we could see. And if the awesome. D&D movie taught me anything, it is very useful. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you can turn into an owlbear. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. Who doesn't want to turn into an owlbear, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's that's it for um, Grubert's level up. All right. Let's roll your hit points, too. Okay. Uh, what is your hit die? That's a great question. How do I find that? Uh, that'll be here, with I'll your class. So as a druid, I'm assuming you took another level of druid. Yes, sir. Druids are a D8. Heck yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. I got a six. I got a two, so take the six. All right. <laughs> or six take the two. Is. That's fine. You know, you no. Take... <laughs> no. No. All right. Six it Just is. Just giving you options. Yep. Yep. I like it. <laughs> play play in a Pathfinder on hard mode. I get it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Insanity mode. Right. <laughs> no, that After you beat be... it on hard, then yeah. it's like, here's insanity mode. <laughs> insanity if you want to try mode. it again. <laughs> no thanks. You will die all the time. <laughs> yeah. All right. That will bring us to John. Okay. So Diego is now a 10th level monk. Uh, you're familiar with his uh, stunning fist that he tries every now and then to try and stun someone. Sometimes <laughs> it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, he now has a new ability, which is Scorpion style, so mm. that if he does a single unarmed attack and it is successful, the target is slowed to five uh, speed land speed for, in Diego's case, three rounds. Nice. Did you say five? Five. Wow. Feet. wow. Yes. Okay. That's that is useful. Yeah. So there's that. I my slow fall has increased to fifty feet. Nice. Uh and uh my uh um fists are now lawful weapons. So you now have aligned fist. My fists are aligned, yes. Which is usually good for a monk. You don't want them out of alignment. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, going in there and getting on the rack sucks. <laughs> when he says that, I think of his fists are aligned with the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only thing if you knew me, because definitely not my ears. <laughs> but right, yes. So I'm going to go roll. Yes. For my, I, and Diego is a D8 for his hit die. I got a seven. I got a six. Take seven. Hey. Okay. Anything else exciting for the monk level 10? Uh, that about covers it for uh, the monk. Sounds good. All right, Gary. All right, for my level up to level 10, first I'd like to thank the listeners. Uh, without you, I never could have made it here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so not too too much on the levels. Uh, for, for me, the only thing I got at level 10 was I can do charmed life five times a day. And so what is that, you might ask? Mm-hmm. It is, uh, as an immediate action, you can add your charisma modifier uh-oh, don't have one right now, uh, to the result of a saving throw. Uh, you have to choose it before the roll is made, um, and it increases every four levels, so I guess I'll get it again at level 14. So the sound of music popped into your head. I'm When he says that, I'm getting uh, semi-charmed kind of life. Semi-charmed kind of life. <laughs> baby, baby, baby. baby. <laughs> All right, line up, line, line up that one so for when he uses it. Get that drop. Semi-charmed kind of life. I can do that. <laughs> it's either that or using the, the Charmed theme song. Ooh, I don't know what that one is or how it sounds. Uh, they originally used uh, How Soon Is Now by Love Spit Love. Oh, okay. But I think Semi-charmed kind of life is more on the nose for that. <laughs> I just like any excuse to use anything charm related because it's my favorite show. <laughs> ah. uh, all right. Anything else for the swashbuckler other than rolling hit points? Nope. That was uh, yeah. That was all he all all we got for level ten. Okay. Does anybody else refer to their character as he, we, or I? Like I always have trouble when I'm doing it. I'm like. That's he. No, we. No, I. No, I don't know. What Separating are your yourselves from pronouns. Your it's he and him, but just uh, I mean, in referring to the character, I don't know. Sometimes I refer to it in first person or third person or second. Jake person. is cool with it. He's a cat. He's more good with it. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh? What about poor chop? What is what is their pronouns? They, Ooh, them. They. <laughs> they, they, them, they, them. Okay. Especially since we don't know who will be playing a pork chop. So non-gendered is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Yes. Mine is definitely she, they. She, they. Depends on the day on if you want to be more she or more they, or yes. either is acceptable. Either is acceptable. Gotcha. Mine for the monsters are all them. 
Uh, All right, so let's go ahead and roll hit dice for... All right, I'm a D10. Swashbuckler. Uh Uh-oh, that's not great. (laughs) That was two of those. Oh, no. I was going to say, oh, no. Got a two. What'd you get? A three. Oh, okay. Well, that... (laughs) It's a missed opportunity there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're right, saying, about that charm- saying about that charmed life. <laughs> yeah. Can you add it now? Can we add those points now? <laughs> well, he doesn't have a charisma modifier right now. <laughs> uh, damn. That's right. <laughs> Gotta get that charisma back. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and it feels odd to not be leveling up uh, Plug as well. <laughs> Sad day. Plug right. in the afterlife. Let's see, what would Plug have gotten this level? I'm curious, because he was my character I created. <laughs> well, he would have gone to nine. Yeah, he would have gone to nine... Uh, his AC bonus would have gone up by one. Uh, his brawler's strike uh, would have been classified as cold, iron, and silver. Uh, looks like that would have been about all the new stuff that he would get. And just for fun, how many new hit points would he have gotten? Who are you rolling against? Myself. All right. That's a five or a nine. You want to get a nine. <laughs> oh, I took a look at Chaubert and he would have actually had a few different things. Uh, he would have gotten to choose an advanced talent, a rogue talent and rogue's edge. Ooh. <laughs> but anyway... Now that we have all leveled up uh, and you guys have destroyed these monsters, what would you like to do? Loot. Loot. <laughs> Give them the loot. Loot, loot the monsters. Albor Voltiaro. Yes. Let's see what all he has on him. A warrior hat. <laughs> All right, in checking his pockets and the stuff on him, you find a wand. Uh, He has masterwork chainmail. Are y'all radiating, or are y'all like detecting magic or anything while you're doing this too? Yes. So the wand radiates. Uh, his trident radiates magic. He has a masterwork silver dagger. His cloak is radiating magic. Ooh. A ring he is wearing is radiating magic. 
Uh, he has the medallion around his neck uh, that Jenny, I believe, last time recognized as the key that she needed for the uh, phase door that was downstairs. He's got this really, really big, you know, tiara on his head that looks like the mouth of a fish. Hmm. Does it radiate magic? It does not. It's just uh, a cute tiara. <laughs> Could be worth some money, though. Uh, he has a fish gold unholy symbol of Dagon. His uh, cleric vestments are also probably worth some money. They're gold threaded. Ooh. Take them like take those. And he has a small little pouch of gold containing 13 gold pieces. Snatch. So let's talk about the ring first. Okay. What do I need to roll? It's a um, spellcraft. Spellcraft, right? Yeah. Or if you have the identify spell, you can just identify all of it. But I do not. Should have got. I could have lied just now, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now we already know you took arrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? You're not getting a protection. That's okay. I'll just take Keith's energy and fire and ice and drive. <laughs> all the protections. Except for arrows. Ooh, what if they're fire arrows? Does Keith's thing come into play, or is that still Philip's thing? If it does fire damage, then it would be protection from that energy. But what what if it does part fire damage, part regular damage? Then they could both come into play. Sweet. If it would do both. Um, I got a 16 on the ring. Anybody else want to help with the spellcrafting? I can't help with spellcraft. Sadly, I do not have that skill. I do. So I shall help. Uh, 18? 18... We'll say you rolled on it, and Jenny is helping you to make that a 20. Uh, With that, you would know that this is a ring of force shield. Okay. I already have one, so that's on y'all guys. Unless I can use two of them. Only one. (laughs) Yeah, so. What does it do, Philip? Uh, it's a ring of force. It it when you activate it, it counts as a shield, but it doesn't hinder you. Oh, interesting! It's a magical shield of force. Mm-hmm. It gives you plus two to your AC. Day Diego would love to have a plus two to his AC. <laughs> yeah, I already so have I a buckler, so. Mm-hmm. So All I right, would John. take it. Ring of Force, Force. Shield. Oh, 
looks like it. <laughs> now let's talk about that trident. Okay. Are we are we spellcrafting again? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. This will need a higher roll to identify it. I got a seventeen. Philip, did you get higher? Um, I got. I can do math. Hold on. <laughs> Twenty-four. 24 plus your two would make that a 26. We'll give that one to you. Uh, this is a trident <laughs> of warning. Uh, trident of warning allows its wielder to determine the location, depth, kind, and number of aquatic predators within 680 feet. Does it have any pluses? It's a it plus is a something? plus two trident. Plus two. So you're Aquaman. You can see all the fish in the area. Yeah. <laughs> and trident of warning must be grasped and pointed in order to, in order for the character using it to gain such information. And scanning a hemisphere with a radius of 680 feet takes one round. <laughs> I, I think that I would like that. And I will also gift one of my weapons to replace it. Um, I'm going to gift my plus two ironwood staff to John because it's a monk weapon. Okay. That would work. Uh, it's an ironwood staff? Yep, plus two ironwood staff. I cannot wait to see Jenny spearing some fish folk with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's try it of uh, warning, you said? Try it of warning. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you want to look at the cloak? I'll give you this one because I think some of y'all already have one. This is a Cloak of Resistance plus one. What would the cloak... um, What slot would that be? Uh, I think the cloak technically has its own slot. I think that's right. If... Gary, if you took the cloak, does that do anything special? Like, can you use it in no, your swashbuckling? I already have a cloak of resistance, actually. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, shoulders. Keith? Yeah, that's the shoulder slot. Would you like a cloak of resistance? I sure would. My uh, my back is bare, so I'll take it. <laughs> I thought you liked Bearback. See what I did that? See what I did there for the <laughs> druid? But um But don't Oh wait, I have the drop for that. <laughs> Alright, I will add that to my list. Mm-hmm. And then the other is the wand which is radiating magic. Uh, which I will also go ahead and give to you because it's a spell that I think at least Grubert can cast. It's a it's a wand of cure light wounds with thirteen charges. 
So any, do any of you guys want that or you want me to hold it? You hold it. Alright, Groovit will take it then. <laughs> oh, and then he has a key on him as well. Oh yeah, we're well, uh, just going to yoink that key. You said there was a masterwork uh, dagger? Yes. Uh, Diego will take that. He likes throwing daggers. Masterwork silver dagger. Okay. Good for werewolves. Are there any water werewolves? Is it just werewolves or other were things? Any hydro homies? You mean like a were shark? Yeah. Oh. I mean, that could be cool. I don't know if that's a thing, but that could be cool. (laughs) Telegram? You you know, everyone talks about like were, like cool animal. Were cat, were dog, or wolf, were whatever. What if you got cursed with like were sponge? <laughs> Wear chicken. Wear sea anemone. Mm-hmm. Wear sponge. Just, you ain't going nowhere. Okay. <laughs> if wear chicken was the size of a person, though, that would still be pretty scary. No sponges get really big. Or yeah, chicken boo like from the Animaniacs. That's what you turn into. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, sp- yeah that'd be sponges scary. do get big, but you sponges don't move. <laughs> yeah. No, they're stationary. Yeah. So that would be the problem with that. Those things. SpongeBob moves. Exactly. I could be a were turtle. A wordle. A wordle. Wordle. But wordle. then you have to have like three others and be the Ninja Turtles. If you're a <laughs> Ninja Wordles. Okay, that's all the stuff that you got from him. Don't forget to put those gold pieces in the bank. Ching. Also, we're gonna take that cloak because it's got gold in it. Or not the, I it, want no, the gold. His his vestments. Yeah. Um, Does anybody have the appraisal? I can I can tell you how much these things are worth. You have appraisal. I've got eighteen on appraisal. That works. Uh, his cleric vestments with the gold thread is worth seventy-five gold pieces. Uh, you take the, half of that, or is that already halved? You take half of it. Mm-hmm. The giant tiara on his head is worth four hundred and fifty gold. Dang! Ooh, maybe I want to wear this. Unholy symbol of Dagon is worth fifty gold. Now, if we wear any of these things, they're not going to affect us negatively, right? Depends on if they're cursed or not. I don't know. Are they? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Would they show up in a magic thing? You detect magic. Yeah, I know. I'm like, Philip? I mean, I've already detected magic on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Do I see any magic radiating off of these things? You do not. Because I kind of want to rock that tiara. Just until we sell it. I'm not going to keep it forever. <laughs> make could come in handy. Yes. Giant fish head. I could disguise myself as one of them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. With the trident and the thing and the vestments. Come to me, my fish people. 
fooled you. People. <laughs> okay, this is this is pretty good haul. Pretty good haul for the, you know, yeah. guy. And the other guy has stuff on him too, because I believe you had another. No, he was in here by himself. Never mind. That's a different room. I'm thinking of. That was downstairs. Oh, so there's somebody else up in here. No, that was the guy y'all fought earlier. It had the oh. two guys in the room. He was just two guys in one, basically. Gotcha. I was confusing upstairs and downstairs. Same spot of the house. Just one upstairs, one downstairs. All right. So what would y'all like to do now? Let's. I kind of want to finish it out. Um, does anybody want to finish it out or should we just go on to where this key leads? Uh, I'm, I'm down to see, you know, I don't. So I think Flip is, is not in great shape, so he's not going to take the lead on anything, but he's kind of curious to see what's around. Yeah. See you know what? Maybe his pork chops upstairs. Let's let's actually clear this out so that we can rest. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Because you need your charisma back. Yeah. Charisma. All right. So you've got most of this level cleared here. Uh, it's going to be that door around this circular dome. Um, uh, we're still seeing fog of war. Do we need this? Yes. Can, can, could we not? <laughs> But there, there's doors you haven't opened yet. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Let's see. Open, close. Open, close. <laughs> it's just so neat. All right. So you come around the hallway and open a door into the drawing room. Uh, you see wide windows providing a panoramic view over the grounds of the estate and a grand desk of finely carved hickory sitting before these windows along with a large chair of rotted leather. Ew. What is a drawing room? Kind of like an office, I guess. You know, where you draw your nudie cuties. Right. <laughs> All right. Didn't know we had a room dedicated for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What did I find in this room? Just continuing on. Well, there was nothing in there. At least nothing I saw. There's a desk. We can look through the desk. Oh, look through. The... Who wants? I'll look through the desk. Let's see. I'm looking through Where the desk. Oh, Sam. I'm right by it. Who's looking through the desk? Gary can do it. Sure. All Any right. Perception check. Or... Uh. So you are you? How are you looking at the desk? Uh, first, I'm going to kind of just take a look at it, see if I see anything that stands out, and if not, then kind of start rifling through some of the stuff that's on it and any drawers. Okay. So as you start rifling through stuff and you open the doors, this big yellow, uh, like 
cloud just bursts out of the, these drawers. <laughs> Everyone within 10 feet of the desk, I need you to make a fortitude save. Is this where they've been storing oh, their farts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got you good, you fuckers. Where is this? Okay. Boy, this would be a nice time to have charmed life. (laughs) (laughs) Thirteen. Thirteen is a fail. Ugh. Ugh, twelve. That's also a fail. Eleven. Eleven is also a fail. But Diego's in the other room. Yeah, I think Diego just wandered wandered around. I think Diego's safe. Okay. So is it just Thwip and Jenny? Yeah. All right. So Thwip and Jenny take two points of constitution damage. Good Lord. And we're going to need to go into initiative because for the next five rounds, you will need to make more fortitude saves to avoid taking more (laughs) constitution damage each round. How do we stop this? A successful fortitude save will end the effect. How many points of con damage? Two. You're not going to believe this, but I already have two of constitution damage. Did we do anything that would do that to us? Uh, It might have been one of his spells that he cast on you, the cleric. Oh, no, I haven't. No, this is something old because it's not an act. It's not activated. Okay. Oh, yeah, same for my Christmas stuff, too. Okay, so why do we have to roll for initiative? Uh, or do you want to wait here and just roll five more saves and see if you take more damage? I mean, unless there's a monster or something that we have to fight, I think it makes more sense to do that. Okay, which is also fine. Uh, so wait, what's, what's, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what, what's the difference if we roll initiative versus not rolling initiative? if the others were going to try to do anything to prevent it, or if they were going to go into the other room, and if they triggered anything in the other room. Gotcha. So if y'all are all staying in this room, then we can just go through the five uh, Well, I saves. think we have to now, because Diego is in the other room. He's already he there. Just through the door. Yeah, yeah. Gruber's mm. just watching. He's like, <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> It smells All like right. farts in here. What is this? Well, since he, went, <laughs> since he went ahead and went in the other room, let's go ahead and roll the initiatives. Twenty-six. Twenty-six for Jenny. Nineteen for Diego. Nineteen for Diego. Grubert. Sixteen. Sixteen and flip. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So, I'll go ahead and start things off with Jenny. Just go ahead and make me another fortitude save. So, one of the new spells that I've got is Air Bubble. If I cast that, 
would that stop the gas for me? It's essentially, it's not that it's affecting you more. It's art. You've already inhaled the mold. Okay. Oh, it's a mold. So you're, yeah, it's a mold. So you've inhaled the spores. So you're already poisoned. <gasps> Is it a poison? It's poison. Oh, well. So I'm going to cast Delay Poison. Um, with this spell, the subject becomes temporarily immune to poison. Any poison in its system or any poison to which it is exposed during the spell's duration does not affect the subject until the spell's duration has expired. Delay poison does not cure any damage that the poison may have already done. Okay. So you have delayed the poison, and how long does delay poison last? It lasts one hour per level. Okay. So... So... so uh, Fairly long time. Eighth level sorcerer. So mm -hmm. eight hours. Yep. All right. So you just got this poison just kind of dormant in your system for the next eight hours. So with that, does can I take eight hours on it? You know, you can take 20, take 10. I don't think that's how – I mean, you could rest and it would heal, but – Okay. So but – I don't know how that would work exactly with that. Uh, I think using the... Let me see. Every time the poison character makes a saving throw against the poison, you make a heal check. If your heal check exceeds the DC of the poison, the character receives a plus four competence bonus on their saving throw against the poison. <laughs> okay. Rupert to the rescue! So, uh, yeah. All right. So I, I, I cast that spell on myself. And then the only thing I can do now is walk up to, uh, I was about to call you Zap, uh, <laughs> and walk up to Thwip. Okay. It's a spell cast and walking up to Thwip. Diego, you've now entered the other room. Yes. All right, you find... A large four-poster bed sitting next to a wide fireplace. The bed has been stripped of covers, but his rotten feather mattress still remains and bears a large, dark stain in the center. The wooden headboard once depicted a scene of ships battling upon the waves, but is now cracked with age and the elements, and a large gash further mars its surface. A wheeled chair with a moldy seat and warped wheels stands at the foot of the bed. And then there is a stairway winding up to the east into the dome above the manor house. As you do enter this room and start moving around, two extra-dimensional weird predators just instantly appear in the room. Okay. Now, are they like predator predators? Like, you know, those guys? <laughs> oh, or are we talking like giant cats that, that I'm going to have a commune with them? You'll see in just a second. They kind of look like a kitty whippet. Well, I'm not happy with that. I have a question, because Diego, you're still big. Can you use weapons when you're big? Yes. So, I always imagined when you grew in size that you turned into, like, 
a proper cat, um, but you just turn into a bigger version of yourself. Uh, well, I do take on the aspects of the dire lion. I can pounce, uh, and I I do have well, I had claws before, so I still have claws, uh, and I and I become much bigger. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm not sure what, how else it would change the cat aspect for Diego. Okay, so you're not on all fours. You're bipedal. No. Yes. But this whole Diego time, also... I thought he was on all fours. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Dorothy ride him once? <laughs> That's kind of how I imagined it was on all fours. I didn't realize you were in like a hybrid form. Oh, well, I, that's what I imagine. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> well, if you can use weapons, it would make sense that you're bipedal. I mean, unless you just have it in your mouth and you're just swinging your head from side to side. Yeah. All right. So these things have appeared in the room with you. So you just sent the picture. It. I don't. What is this? Is it? Uh, it it just, looks smoky. The description of it says a gaunt, long-limbed quadruped that has large, soulless eyes and a toothy maw. The lean creature moves with predatory grace. Uh, Diego will yell back through the doorway. We have critters, my friend. Critters, not looking nice. Rupert's in the middle looking at hearing his friend saying there's people over there and these two getting poisoned, just like, man. <laughs> <laughs> we in trouble, y'all. Man. Uh, yeah. Diego, uh, d- does the creature look like it's going to attack? Oh, yes. Well, but I, I don't think these guys are wanting pets. Okay. Some scritches behind the ear. Uh, I'm going to wait for it to come at me rather than go and take on two. Okay. So is that a hold? It's a a hold action. Grubert. Okay. So Grubert is immune to poison. So I think he's going to go try to help um, cure the poison. From Thwip. For Thwip, okay. So you said, uh, do I just need to run to him and hold his hand and we do a heal check? Yep, pretty much. It'll be a standard action to do that heal check. Okay. So I will move toward Thwip and we can we can do the heal check. <laughs> I don't does, feel so good, Mr. <laughs> does that cure the poison or does is that something that you rest overnight? So what he's doing is he's he's treating the poison, which will give him the chance to make the fortitude save, because it'll give him a plus four if he treats it. And if he makes the fortitude save, he stops taking more damage from the poison. Which I need, because with the constitution damage, my fortitude save drop, it's going to be a whole process. Yeah, it gets harder and harder the longer you're poisoned. uh, Gotcha. So that's a 31 for a heal check. That definitely beats Damn. the DC, so you do have a plus four thwip when you do attempt to 
Make the save. That's my dog. No, the dogs are in the other room. <laughs> roof, roof. Um, <laughs> and uh, can can Havoc fit through this doorway? Uh, no. Okay. He would be too big. Okay, let's see. Is does does this room have another door entrance? Mm, doesn't look like it. Okay. I mean, technically the attic, but he'd have to get up to the attic. Well, I was gonna say I don't think Havoc can climb. It'd be pretty sweet if he could, but all right. Well, I'll just uh, move Havoc. I mean, those elephants the, crossed those the door. Al- the Alps that one time. I'll just put him guard at the front at the door that we just went in. Make sure nothing's right. attacking us from outside. Sounds good. Thwip. Alright, so I'm gonna roll my uh my check here. Oh come on. Ooh, that is a twenty-four. You have successfully uh, <sighs> stopped the poison. I was like, please don't let it be twenty-five is the cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you will not take any more constitution damage. Alright. Heck yeah. Thanks, bro. That's right. Okay. Next up would be the hounds, now that they've made it in. Uh, Diego, first of all, I need you to make a will save. No. Will save, you say. That is a 21. All right. Yeah, it does not break your mind seeing these things just teleport out of nowhere. Yay! Sanity. My mind is safe. Sanity check. I'm a cool cat. I'm not crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that they have done that, the first one that's kind of back uh, behind the bed just stares at you. And I need you to make a fortitude save. Fortitude is actually one of my better ones, so that is a twenty-eight. Okay, so you shake off his gaze attack, so you are immune to his gaze for twenty-four hours. How many gaze yeah. does he have? He has lots <laughs> of gaze. He is so gay. The other one. Kind of does this like sideways teleport motion. Like he moves to you, but he doesn't like walk to you. He teleports to you. And he is okay. going to try to bite you. Ew. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. That's not a hit. So he misses on the bite. All right, that uh, is it for them. Now that he's here, can I slug him? You sure can. You did delay. Uh, I will slug him, and I'm going to use my scorpion style. Unfortunately, I don't think this is going to work. Uh, 20. 20 hits exactly. Woo! Ooh. <laughs> All right. 
now he is uh, slowed. He has a chance to break the slow, though. Uh, it is a... Uh, is there any save to the slow or anything like that, or is it just an automatic yes. that slows him? Uh, no, he he can do a fortitude save. Fortitude save. 18. That is just the number he needs to hit. So he's not slowed, but he'd still take the damage from the attack. Yes. So the damage is 10. 10? Yes. Are your fists uh, magical? Yes. Okay. 10 points of damage. Anything else from Diego? Uh, I'm going to use my second unarmed strike on him. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, that one's not going to be as high. That is a 15. That is a miss. All right. Back to the top of the round with Jenny. Okay, so now that Whip is fine, um, Jenny is going to turn her attention to these monsters over here. And then I'm going to use... I'm going to take a five-foot step up. I can see into the room, correct? Yes. As long as you can see them on the map, you can see them. You can see them. Okay. So what I'm going to do then is, since I'm sporting that tiara and have that trident, can I try a bluff? All right. I'm going to tell those monsters to stand down. Your master commands it. Oh, your mistress. Your mistress commands it. your bluff. Twenty. Twenty. They look toward each other and back at you and do nothing. Uh, But this is the first time you are seeing these creatures, so I need you to make a will save. Um, 21. All right, you shake off the sanity loss. Okay. Uh, well, did, 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 did it, did, did it work? It did not. Okay, well, then. They are not um, backing down. So since they're not backing down, I say bad dog and shoot them with magic missiles. Are you aiming them all at just one or are you splitting the, the missiles up? Um, you know what? I'm going to just aim at that one that attacked Diego. Okay, so I get four missiles. Alright, so two Three, that's five. Three, four is nine. It is 13. 13 points of damage. 
13 points of damage. Damage taken. And then she's gonna follow it up. I said, I said, stand down. And it goes, meh. <laughs> Don't okay. you sass me, boy. Got me, me, mouth me, on me. Okay. <laughs> that will bring us to Grubert. And you know what? It's been so long since we've been together. We're going long this episode. It's fine. Going long. Uh -oh. Grubert, right. what would you like to do? I think Grubert sees that Diego is, you know, in trouble. So he's going to move up toward the room. Can he, if he's outside the door, could he do a reach around and touch Diego? Uh, because of how large Diego is, he's practically directly in front of you. So, yes. So I can do the reach around. You can. Heck yeah. All right. Diego so appreciates I... this. <laughs> <laughs> the creatures are like, why is he so happy all of a sudden? <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Bark Skin uh, on Diego. So that will give you a plus four to your AC. Shouldn't that be Meow Skin? <laughs> right now it would be Meow Skin. Yes. I, I actually heard Bart skin, so I just imagined him turning yellow. <laughs> his hair was all spiky on his head. Yes. Nobody better like lay a finger rumba. on my butterfinger. Um, all right, so shorts. yeah, so you get plus four. Come yeah. on, if you can, can do the part. <laughs> so now Diego is all bark and bite. <laughs> Anything else from Grubert? I think that's all I can do right now. Okay, the whip. Man, so Thwip was not expecting all of this. Uh, he's um, he's still a bit injured from before, so he's. I feel like I'm kind of hesitant to go in there, but these guys did help me out, and I probably would have been dead otherwise. Um, so what I'm gonna do is pull out my. Short sword, I'll have my buckler, and I'm also in my buckler hand, I'm gonna pull out a blue scarf. And it's a. Uh, yeah, this is Swordmaster's Flare. I don't think I've used this yet. Um, Swordmaster's Flare are garish tokens that take the form of colorful clothing accessories. Um, so long as they're grasped in an offhand, you can spend a point of panache to gain the use of ability, or once per day, you can use it without spending the panache. Mine is a blue scarf. Um, so as a swift action, uh, I can increase my melee range with a with light one-handed piercing weapon. Interesting. I can increase it by five feet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shocking, I know. My skin is barking. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so pulling out. Now. Yeah, right? <laughs> so pulling that out... Um, sorry, that's a swift action, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. uh, so I still can move and attack. And so... Two, yeah. Be right here, and with my extra reach, I can still reach this guy, right? 
Looks like he's ten feet away, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. So now in the scenario, did your sword grow longer and you're hitting it from or are you just so fast that you can jump in and I jump f- out real quick? Feel like you're distracting enough with the sword with the with the scarf that you can kind of like lunge in and lunge out. Like yeah. Got it. At least that's how I was picturing it. <laughs> Gary, Look over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Roll for your attack. All right. Let's see. That is a 27. 27 would hit. All right. And that is 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. Is your weapon magical? Uh, yes, it's a plus two sword. Nice. Damage Wait. taken. Nice for us or nice for you? Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> You'll find out later, I guess. Also, I don't want to be the one, but I'm going to be the one. Doesn't he have to take his insanity check? Yep, I was just about to say it. Oh. <laughs> well, then First I time you're up. seeing these creatures. <laughs> Which, uh, Grubert, uh, since you made it to that side of the room, you've can now see the creatures as well. So both of you need to make will saves. A will save, eh? Twenty-five. That's a success. No sanity to loss for you. That's a thirty-one. Easily. You're fine. I am very I am very willy. <laughs> Free willy. Big willy. All right, so neither of, uh, no one here is insane from here. (laughs) All right, so he just gave me an idea for a drop. Anytime we um, do a a successful will save. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Getting jiggy with it. Need to write these down. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) write them down for me and send them to me. (laughs) New drop ideas. All right, next up is the hounds. The hound in the back. We'll get Thwip. Thwip, I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, hell. It's trying its mojo on you. Man. That's probably not good. That is a 14. 14 is a fail. Uh, you have fallen... Pray to its ripping gaze. My eyes! My <laughs> eyes! You take 17 points of slashing damage from its gaze. Dang! It's not your constitution or charisma or your strength or anything. It's finally just attacking you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. true. Uh, and the other one... Still mad at the large kitty. So it's going to bite Claw Claw at Diego. Bad dog. It's a bite. Gonna miss. That's a 19. First claw. Definitely miss. Uh, 24. It's a miss. And second claw. That's better. 32. 
Thankfully to Barkskin, that is a miss. Uh-oh. Wow. God, wow. Gruber is so useful. <laughs> <laughs> Gruber is coming through with a clutch. Note to self, take out the magic users. Hey, yo, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right, so Bite Claw Claw all misses from the second hound. And that will bring us to Diego. Diego is going to a, go... F- just got a claw stuck in your bark. <laughs> yes, he's going to go flurry of blows on this thing. Seriously. Flurry of uh, blows. All right. Uh, 20. Hits exactly. For seven points of bludgeoning damage. A 34. Definitely a hit. For 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, 15. 15 misses. And a 22. 22 hits. Another seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, still alive. Take that, you bad dog. Uh, this one is not looking well, though. Now bring us to Jenny. Gruber's not the only good one with the reach around. Jenny's got some talent in that. And <laughs> what she's going to do is reach around to Thwip and cast Cat's Grace. you got to oh. play Careless Whisper right now. <laughs> so you get a plus four enhancement bonus to your dexterity. <laughs> oh, meow. <laughs> Feeling good, are we? <laughs> Fellow cat man. <laughs> All right. So, Diego and Thwip both getting reach arounds this combat. Uh, anything else from Jenny? Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Grubert. Okay. So, I think Grubert, um, is going to cast Stone Call, which is uh, rains dirt, gravel, and small pebbles, and it fills an area of 40 feet. So we're going to put that 40 feet so I can just just hit them, and it does 2d6 to them. Okay. It's an area of 40 feet, like a 40 feet diameter, or... It just says radius. Or 40 feet radius. Okay, so it's basically going to fill the whole back half of the room. Right. And um, it makes the area difficult terrain for them. Ooh, nice. Everything in that square is filled in, basically. Or got the raining pebbles and stuff, such. Perfect. It's being pelted. Yes. Throwing rocks at the dogs. Do they get any, oh. like, saves or anything for that? Location. Nope. Saving throw, none. Alright, so 2d6. That's a 6. 
and a two. So eight damage each. Eight damage each. Both still alive. The one in the back has finally taken some damage. Okay. Anything else? I think that's all I can do right now. Alright. Whip. Alright. Whip's gonna go after that same one he's going after that he's about ten feet away from. He's gonna wave that blue scarf around. It's like, hey, look at this. And his first attack is... Uh, 27. 27 hits. All right. And that's 22 points of damage. And the first hound is dead. Oh. <laughs> so how, how do you kill him? <laughs> uh, so he's waving the, uh, the little scarf. And as it goes to look away, he just lunges in and stabs it right in the neck. I like it classic. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Uh, I think he'll take a five foot step up, I guess. Five foot step in? Yes. Very good. Uh, I feel like you're fighting. Like I just imagine like you stab it, but because of the type of character you're playing, like it gets kind of stuck in there, so you're having to fight to get the sword back out. <laughs> And it comes out all gooey and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you finally pull it out and just got part of like the neck bone just stuck on it still. <laughs> all right. So that'll bring us to the, the hound. Uh, one is dead. Uh, the other one is still alive, though. It is going to do its teleportation as a swift action. Teleport down into the corner, out of that falling debris. Uh, and then, and then I'm going to need Diego to make a reflex save. Oh, I love those. 27. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> As a uh, nimble guardian, I have advantages on reflex saves. Uh-huh. Good. Well, that is its turn. Uh, Diego, your turn to retaliate. And retaliate I shall, my friend. You are going to be pummeled. So I'm going to go flurry of blows on him. Uh, 26. That's a hit. For 11 points of damage. Okay. A 28. That's a hit. For 13 points of damage. 15. Miss. And an 18. Also a miss. But he is damaged. Aha. Take that, you bad, bad canine. Hmm. All right. Word here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll bring us back to Jenny. Well... Old faith. We're gonna whip out old faithful and do that magic missile. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well, well. Ooh, this one is a mess. Uh, two, four, nine, eleven. 
I rolled mostly ones on that. So 11 points of damage. Yep. All right. But they took the damage. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Grubert. Um, I don't think Grubert, Grubert's going to hold his action right now because he doesn't have many spell slots left. So he wants to see what, uh, what Diego can do. See if he has to help him anymore. Okay. Grubert delays the whip. Uh, Whip is going to kind of get around Diego a little bit. He's going to have to go through this terrain of the rocks. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be about 10 feet away from this guy again and uh, use the same same little trick here. Okay. I have a question, though. Is it a continuous rain of rocks, or is it just that one you know, initial drop? It's the drop. Just the okay, initial so drop. Okay, so there's no more yeah, rain. You, yeah, you hear the music build up, and then you just hear one drop, and then it's done. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so just difficult terrain, but you had plenty of movement to move half your speed to get to there. Yeah, so there's been so many drops there that there's all kinds of shoes and everything all around it. <laughs> <laughs> So he's gonna he's gonna do his attack thing, and that oh that's gonna be nice. Uh, that's a thirty-two. That's a hit. Yes. All right. And that's twenty-three points of damage. And Dang. if he's still alive, I'm gonna do my menacing sword play. My menacing sword that. play. So if they, if I have at least one point of panache, I don't have to spend it, but when I hit an opponent with a light one-handed piercing melee weapon, I can use intimidate to demoralize that opponent as a swift action. Um, and so it's uh, demoralize is a DC 10 plus the target's hit die plus their wisdom modifier. DC 10 plus their hit die plus their wisdom modifier. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I have to roll to intimidate, though, right? Yes, you roll your intimidate. It is a very high DC. Ah, damn. Uh, that is a fifteen. That would not do it. <laughs> what do you say to intimidate them? Uh, not really saying anything. More just uh flipping around the sword and waving around the uh, the blue scarf menacingly. So it's very much the Indiana Jones scene where they're flipping the sword around and then he just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope not. Uh, I, I would imagine you're trying to intimidate him, but this thing coming from another world has no idea what you're doing. It was not intimidated <laughs> at all. <laughs> He's like, sir, I have seen some shit on the planes. Alright. Uh, next up is the Hound. Come at me, bro. <laughs> mm, it doesn't like going after you because you are hard to hit. And it'll take a five foot step and then bite claw claw at Thwip. Uh-oh. So bite. It is, that's an 18, so it's going to miss, I'm sure. Claw. 
Uh, 30. Ooh, thanks to uh, Philip's cat's grace. That misses. Okay. And second claw. 32. And a tie is... A hit. It's a meter beat. Meter beat. Okay, well, that's a hit. Okay. What about beating meat? What is happening? <laughs> and 11 points of damage from a claw. Oof. Alright. Flip is not looking good. Diego. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I have the critter here. I am going to go ahead and pummel it again. A 22. That's a hit. Hell yeah. For seven points of bludgeoning damage. A 29. That's a hit. For 14 points of bludgeoning damage. 29. That's a hit. Over 7 points of bludgeoning damage. The last one is a 16. That's a miss. <laughs> Dang. That's a lot though. Get, you usually get three. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't quite mastered the getting all four. <laughs> no. Just usually you're in three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing a lot of damage on it though. Alright. That's the end of the round. Grubert, did you want to do anything? No, he's just cheerleading. You know, he's just like, get him! You can do it. <laughs> All right. Does a cure light wounds wand, is that touch or is that range? Cause touch. I checked. It's touch. <laughs> All right. Jenny. Okay. So Jenny is going to enter the room. Now, if I want to throw something, can I throw it? Uh, if it's something that is... Like, throwable, yes. If it's, like, an improvised weapon, you take a minus four. But I don't have to take any minuses because of Diego, right? Okay, so I'm going to take that brand new um, <gasps> trident that I got. Oh, yeah. Since it's a ranged weapon. It can be a ranged weapon. And I'm going to toss it. Um, I'm also going to use my arcane strike on it. So if I hit... It increases the damage. Okay. Is it like electrical? It's just gonna be like calling down Zeus's thunder and lightning. Not, uh, not quite, but I mean, we can we can. It's flavor, I guess. <laughs> Where's my outside? The room gets really wet. <laughs> Boy, I'll say. A celestial <laughs> like fish comes. Celestial fish comes down and then just like tail slaps. Ooh, 25. That's a hit. All right. Let's see. Even if I gave him cover, that would be a hit. That's 13 points of damage, of range damage. 13 points of range damage. He is still alive. Uh, so technically, so the way that should have worked since you're using a ranged weapon and you're using ranged into melee, unless you had, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, precise shot as the feat. Mm-hmm. You would take a minus four, but since you're old well, 25, minus four would be 21, which would still beat his AC. So you would still be fine. 
Just making sure that the rules lawyers don't come in and say, well, you didn't give him that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering because I'm going through, Diego, if I took a minus. So, yes, it's minus four. Yep. I definitely don't have that feat. Right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that does some damage. He's still alive. Celestial fish comes down and, you know, bitch slaps him across the face. I wish I could call that shot because what I would what what I'd want like I would be aiming at his like feet or something so he doesn't phase in and out anymore. Yeah, I believe you are able to call shots. Then you would take another minus four on top. Oh well, they're not going to do that because that would have made it a miss. Yeah. Okay. The whip. Uh, He's gonna do uh, the same. He's gonna he's gonna attack with his sword. Oh, that's going to be a... Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 23. That'll hit. Alright. And that is... 21 points of damage. And tell me how you kill this one. Oh! uh, Similar way. He's still using that blue scarf to kind of mesmerize and distract, and then it's going to be his kind of move where he just lunges in for that neck... The neck meets... He has the meat. The meat. <laughs> I wanted to get those Arby's dice so bad. <laughs> They're sold out. Man. We have the dice. All right. <laughs> so you guys have uh, defeated the Hounds of Tendalus. So you defeated, you killed two of them. Did you? Does that mean you get your Panache points back? Oh, you know what? I do get two panache points, one for each kill, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm not tracking those for you. <laughs> no, I have them on my tracker. I just, yeah, I forgot about the... Uh... I need to put that... I made it... I was telling Keith I made a little flow chart. I need to add that to my flow chart. Diego is quite happy to rough them up for you and let you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I thought this was all we were doing was walking upstairs and looking at items. Then we stepped into traps and monsters and everything. I was like, oh. Ah! You like, think that they were going to give that to you for free? Man, I didn't think it was going to be that uh, that bad. <laughs> okay, so Jenny, now that they're defeated, Jenny spots the stairs. And she's going to cautiously climb them, like. One mm. little step at a time, you know. Do, 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 Except, do, do Oh wait, hold on. She has do, to open this door. How do you? Okay, there it goes. Wait, hold on. I'm lost already. Where did you go? I'm in there. the room, but. Yeah, that's, that's the right spot. It's just that little small little four square space. Okay, it's just it's okay. Yeah, it's just a small attic. Because yeah, it looks like stairs are going even further up. But yeah, okay. into other stairs and all that. All right, so you slowly make your way up these stairs. You find a small attic. Uh, this space lies along the edge of the dome and beneath the stairs leading to the cupola. 
That is a cramped and crowded space with many boxes of old personal paraphernalia, now ruined and worthless. There's a small window looking out over the kitchens and grounds behind the house. Give me a perception check while you're here. Twenty. Twenty. As you're looking through this cramped room, you do see something that catches your eye. You see, hurriedly wrapped in a blanket and hidden among the crates, a book. Oh, I thought you were going to say a baby. No. (laughs) It's a book. So, okay, I find the book. What does the cover say? Uh, This book is bound in cracked whale hide. It is an ancient tome written in Aslanti. Aslanti, you say? Aslanti. Because I speak Aslanti. And you can read that this is the book of abstruse geometries. As you flip through the pages, you see that it it details... It details the secrets of dimensions and spaces beyond understanding, including hints of the vistas found there and the creatures that dwell within. If anyone okay. reads the, anyone who reads the book, which will, which will take a total of fifty-six hours over a minimum of seven days, <laughs> uh, they will be granted with a plus four bonus on any knowledge checks pertaining to matters concerning the dark tapestry and its inhabitants. Okay, so I'm going to read this book at night, like right before I go to bed. (laughs) Going to be a lot of nightmares. Hmm. No joke. The book also functions as a spell book and contains the following arcane spells. Well, I can't use that, though. Because I'm a sorcerer, right? I'm a spontaneous caster. I will look that up and let you know for sure. Because I can't add Uh, spells that don't exist yet. I, but you can I cast scrolls and stuff. But true, uh, Keith. What, what about you? Are you a spontaneous caster or are you a prepper? He's a he's a divine caster. Is that like a prepper though? It is a, a prepared caster, but it needs to be divine spells, not arcane spells. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So he can't use these anyway. Mm-mm. So arcane okay. would be like sorcerer, wizard, arcanist. Right. Uh, divine is like cleric, druid. Um, I think rangers are also divine. Okay. But it contains the the spells contact other plane, dimension door, ethereal jaunt, phase door, planar binding, and symbol of insanity. Okay, so if I have this book... I already have dimension door. Does it give me extra dimension door? I don't. It, it, it tells you how to do the spell, not gives you more uses of the spell. Gotcha. So you have now discovered the book of abstru- abstruse geometries. That is a hard word to say. You know what we need as a group to take a rest? More arcane. We do. Well, you're in an attic. You can lock yourselves in. in. Yeah, no, I just throw all those boxes out the window just to make room. 
shown. Could also, Diego, you're still big, so I need you to be small. I'd have to shrink. Shrink down. Uh, That's okay. He needs to shrink anyway because he's out of key. Are you going to go put your buddies in the stable? <laughs> we could use Dimension Door. <laughs> yep. Use Dimension Door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just bring him into this bedroom and barricade the door. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Y'all can do that. Y'all can take a rest. And right. um, we'll see you next time. All right. Oh. Cool. All right, Thwip. Let's go lay down together so I can heal you. Yeah. <laughs>